we doing this? Really? Wait for it. Are we doing this? Wait for it. How? What the fuck? WTF. And it's also, eh, what the fuck? What's wrong with me? It's time for WTF. What the fuck? With Mark Marin. All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fuck, Nicks? What the fuckologist? And what the fuckaholics? How's that? What the fuck that? Huh? Thanks for listening. I am Mark Marin. This is WTF. This is my podcast. You know that. You downloaded it. So here I am in your head. Wait a minute. This is getting confusing. I'm on vacation, but I'm still doing shows because I'm recording this at a different time than I am on vacation. God forbid anything has happened to me that would imply that my vacation did not go well in a dramatic way. Let's speculate about that in a minute. On the show today, Joe McHale, Joel McHale, it sounded like Joe McHale when I just said it, Joel, I have a problem with elves. Joel McHale is on the show today, and this uh, interview was recorded before Dan Harmon exited the show, so that was not discussed, so I don't want you listening to it thinking like, what the fuck, you didn't even ask him about that? I would have. But I didn't because unless I could see into the future, it would not be an appropriate uh, line of questioning. But I can see in the future right now because I'm on vacation, but I'm not. I'm leaving tomorrow, but I'm actually on vacation as you're listening to this. Am I bending your brain a bit? I uh, am in the packing process and uh, I'm trying not to panic. There's something about flying over water for a long period of time that bothers me. I find comfort and the idea of uh, crashing onto land more than water. I think I discussed that with Wayne Coyne in another episode. But uh, I know that this day is going to come to a head where my girlfriend Jessica is going to be in a panic about things that aren't washed. We're going to be washing clothes into the night and uh, figuring out a way to dry them. We did this once before. There was no way the clothes would have dried outdoors. We had a number of hours. So what I did... I was resourceful and I was I was excited about this because I think it was one of the few moments that I've ever experienced some genius in my life. And, and she appreciates me for this. But I came up with this idea that we hang all the dresses that need to be hung dry in the bathroom. I bring in the space heater and a large floor fan and we just create a drying chamber out of the bathroom. And I did that. And she was very impressed. I saved us both from a lot of aggravation, Uh, her being aggravated that her clothes aren't dry and me being aggravated that we're doing any of this shit. So hopefully that won't happen tonight. I think we we got a handle on it. I'm uh, and I'm going to admit a couple other things. I'm I am the no longer proud owner of I counted them 10 Lacoste shirts. That's with the alligator for some. I went through a period where I thought that that would be ironic and rarely am I an ironic dresser, but I thought it would be ironic and then hence cool if I wore Lacoste um, pullover shirts. And I did that for a long time. I, I don't know when that period was, but it was all I wore for a while, several different colors. And I found a, a hot, is that, a, is that the hot pink Lacoste shirt uh, with the price tag still on it? I was compulsively buying these things. I don't know if it was some sort of aggravated preppy dream or i was aggravated at preppies in a dream but uh, i was uh, attacking something that i believed needed to be attacked by wearing by wearing them but of course they were much more powerful than me you can't transcend something as emblematic and as entrenched in the culture as a lacoste shirt and think that you can make it something that it isn't it's just it's a fucking lacoste shirt and then you're just a guy wearing one there's, there's nothing that's it. And you represent that. And that's, that's who you are. What, you know what? It's not even worth it. The point I'm trying to make is I'm bringing them all to Hawaii because I'll wear them there. Cause you don't have to give a fuck what you wear in Hawaii. It's just casual wear. I'm going to wear them there. Then they're done. I'm giving them away. Enough said. So let's speculate before we get to Joel, what I'm actually doing. Let's, let's, let me picture what I'm doing right now. Uh, it's my last day of vacation. I'm flying home tomorrow. Um, I'm, I'm exhausted from the vacation because it was way too long for me to be away without, uh, freaking out to be on an Island. No less. I had a lovely time, uh, did not go on the helicopter. Uh, I'm going to speculate that we did not take the boat around the Island cause we just didn't get up 
or we couldn't get it together. I'm going to speculate that uh, it was difficult to uh, to not freak out on a day to day basis, even though it was uh, wonderful and I laid out in the sun a lot. And and all this, you know, and and I'm and I'm sad I'm leaving Hawaii on one level, but I'm ready to get back to work. That's that's what I'm going to do. That's my speculation of what's happening in real time while you're listening to this, not me freaking out a little bit. I have to go to Costco still to get nicotine lozenges and stock up on that. I'm bringing a pair of binoculars I've never used. I'm bringing a, a couple of items of uh, clothing I've never worn. But no, but uh, but I'm speculating that, uh, that I'm ready to come home and I've had a lovely time. Now, mind you, if something horrible has happened to me, if I was you know, pulled under the surf by a pack of sea turtles and they uh, somehow gave me the gift of the ability to breathe underwater and, and I'm now leading some sort of small sea turtle army in an underwater cave, uh, then none of this holds. You know, if, uh, it, it, God forbid, something bad happened for me. That, that actually wouldn't be a bad thing and I'm, I'm very open to that. That would be awesome. But that would be the end of the podcast. But I would be the leader of an underwater sea turtle army. Huh? When that guy gave me that picture, I was fucking thrilled. I like I need to find a place for it. Like I want it uh, now it's just the first thing you see when you walk in. Because that's like that's a, a good place to put it though. It's like a couple of years before he passed. You could uh, you could just move your what the fuck uh, the cartoon. The, you could just move both of those up a little bit, and I think it would fit. Oh, uh, you're right, man. I had no idea that Joel McHale would be doing some interior decorating See? here My at the garage. Interior decor- is no, she so, really? Yes, she is. So uh, I, I have that sort of. No, I don't. Uh, but what's great is that when you walked in, it's yeah. like he's looking at you like you've caught him like, hey, what are you doing here? Right. right. That's what I want. I want That's people great. to feel that. I want them to feel the pressure of Dangerfield when they walk in here. That's great. Well, you're That's right. Great. I could probably move that up. Wait, so your wife's an interior decorator? Well, yeah, not as not as much as she used to because now we have uh, children. children. So you but, did that to her. Yeah, I did that to her. <laughs> you yeah. did. Yeah, I had yeah. the hard part. Yeah, yeah. No, we. Uh, they're four and seven, and so uh, she t- she now does a lot of just straight art, and uh, which she enjoys thoroughly. So uh, it's not. Isn't so it much. nice that you've gotten yourself to a level of lifestyle to where your your wife can just paint? Yes, it's a real marker. Yeah, in my career. Uh, she can just paint and watch those kids. Basically, you're saying like, do whatever you want. Just make sure you take care of those guys. Yeah. Just keep those guys alive <laughs> for a bit, and 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 do some art. That is, yeah, that's true. Uh, that's yeah. I don't uh, know. Like, I don't understand uh, the the women thing that well. But it seems that. But you've always. I've had them. Dated a lot. No, I've and, dated and married. I met your the ex. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We worked ago. together at the at the uh, Palms. Yeah, yeah. You got to see me. That was one of the first times I was doing uh, stand up. Yeah, we'll get into that because I think yeah. we talked a little bit about that too. And at and the I big show. Yeah. do you hear buzz? Yep. God, I wonder where that buzz is. I don't even know. I wouldn't even know where to look. I just don't how know. do you do? How do you fix a buzz like that? Because it's not pushed in p- far enough. I don't know if it's the headphone or it's the mic. See, that's the real fear. So we got the okay. You know, like when you have a plumbing problem, it's just like maybe. Wait, what do you mean when you have a plumbing problem? You mean you don't get well, right? Well, it's, it's either like finding like a Christmas light on the string on the that goes on the tree, or, or when you have a plumbing or electrical problem. I'm just like I, I will, I, I if someone said uh, I'm putting you on a desert island and fix this uh, electrical problem and then you can leave, I would die on that island. Yeah, no, electric is electric is scary. You got to be careful yeah. with electric. But plumbing, you should try once or twice. You never said like you know what? Give me the book. I'm going to get in there. Ever? No, it's like uh, no, I would never. You never ta- have you taken a hammer to wood? I have. And what what was that for? I almost died. Uh, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I did construction for a few summers, and um, <laughs> that was it. Huh? Uh, and uh, which I did find I did like, uh, but I we were building a garage, and they were moving this huge. Uh, uh, a front, not a front, but a huge uh, pre-made uh, roof, yeah. and uh, and they dropped it, and I and it and they screamed because I was in the middle of it trying yeah. to move it across, and I and they screamed, uh, "Get out of the way!" And it nicked my back, and they were they that is that construction worker thing where if you didn't die, then it's funny, and uh, they thought it was really funny, but I had never moved faster in my life. Well, you know, you seem like a big guy, you seem like a thick guy, but I know because I've talked to you before that a lot of that's just compulsive exercise. Yeah, so, I mean, you're not you're not a tool guy, 
No. No, like I could see you like I could see you on a construction site being like the laughing stock all the time. Yeah, I I I did I wasn't I had zero skills, so I ended up usually just shoveling. Well, why'd you what was that what what part of your life was that? They were paying here you go. They, they were paying in cash. I needed a summer job and I was trying to buy a ticket to Europe. So, uh, I spent the entire uh I funded a trip of I went by myself to Europe. Uh my senior year of college. Yeah. And uh, so I, I bought the ticket, flew to Europe. I like spent, so I spent every dime I had on that, on that trip. Yeah. And what did you earn? Were you going to find something? Were no. Like- I just wanted, I was like, I need to finally, I had just, I, I spent all the time, I didn't go anywhere else except for Italy. And so uh, you just went to Italy. I took a art history class, uh, a Renaissance art history class. And an, so, so you went there with your notebook. I went there with my notebook and went to like every. It was a, the thing I was like, I'm going to do this. So I went to. Uh, it sounds really, uh, but I went to all these museums and and you saw all the paintings that you saw in books. I was like, that's what I wanted to see. That's what I wanted to see. Did, went, you, did yeah. you have true moments with these paintings, or was it just sort of like done check Mona uh, Lisa done? That's Paris. So I did sorry. get distracted by some wine, but that yeah, that was uh, no. But I did go like you go to uh, yeah, this. Wow, this is getting. But you go to, if you go to Pad Padua. Uh, I think I've Padua, been to Padua. Padua, uh, and you the... can get right off the train and go to this tiny little chapel. And they're like, this that painting right there in that chapel is where they say the Renaissance started. That actual painting. Was there a dance? Was there was there any speculation that the guy who was painting it was like, ah, man, this is <laughs> he it. Like that's everything changes from this point on. Yeah, uh, he walked out the chapel and screamed, <laughs> "Booyah!" Yeah, we're... let let the Renaissance begin. <laughs> Do you remember what painting it was? Yeah, it's where uh, Jesus is. It's 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 uh, it's the uh, Stations of the Cross is where Jesus is betrayed with a kiss by right. uh, Judas, and they say that the way he had constructed the paint, I can't the perspective, it, right? The perspective right. was that the uh, it all single point perspective. Point. Yes, and so that did. It. There so, you go. So that was a guy that said, "Enough of this flat, primitive, medieval shit." Yeah. This is going to look like a room with people in it. Right. It's always weird when you go like, oh, yeah, that didn't happen for a long time, and then it happened. I know. It's like a child's game. Like, you just put the point. You put one point there. You draw four lines out of it, and then you connect. You do horizontals and verticals, and there it is. And it took took thousands of years before. What is it called? Single point perspective? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's the key to the the renaissance. That that basically is it. I wonder if that guy had that moment, you know, when you finally learn how to juggle? You know, that that when you get that third ball in the air and you're doing it, you're like, oh, shit. It's a whole new day. Yeah, I just look what I. Yeah, and I, I, I think for those guys, it's like, oh well, this is what it should have always been. Right? Like, those how did the, they miss this? Yeah, like, well, I, <laughs> this is a simple like, game. It was like, like before. Remember, like before they broke the four minute mile, people were like, well, you'll your legs will just fly off your body and your heart will explode. <laughs> yeah, it was like it's impossible. And then, then Bannister did it, and yeah. they, they were like, oh. You can just do that, and then all of a sudden, it was just you know everyone right. broke it. There's got to be a, a a vanishing point. I don't even know if that's the right thing. Where it just you can't do it anymore. Like you can't run yeah. a two second mile. They should no. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. What, what that'd the be point? frightening. Well, I mean, they say like uh, what's it? Usain Bolt is is like supposedly like ten years ahead of where he's the future. It. He's the future. But you, like they do that. Like you look at like that movie like uh, like at Citizen Kane and. You watch it now, and people are like it's the greatest movie ever Deep made. Focus. You watch, yeah. You watch it now, and you're like, oh, well, what was the big deal? And you're like, if there was a guide track to you know the DVD where it just goes, oh, there's movie history, there's movie history, there's movie. Yeah, right. You just shot the ceiling. That's movie history, and uh, you don't you take all that stuff. What's well, weird? A lot of that was that guy. What was his name? Greg Toland. Was that uh, Wells' cinematographer? Oh, Toland. Know. Like, well, that's one of those situations where not unlike any situation where you have a genius, there's always a guy. Yeah, yeah, but he wasn't really the guy. Yeah. It was the other guy. But it also him. takes uh, Orson Welles going like, yeah, just do that. You right. know what I mean? Right. Where, because so m- that guy was probably told a thousand times, uh, yeah, that's not how it works. You got to do it like this. So this wait, you. were you an art guy? I mean, was that... You were- I was a history guy only because I... Well, that was the one subject I would actually pay attention to in high school and college. And... Uh, and uh, Pretty art much, history or any history? Uh, I focused on World War II history, but I had to take some art history, which I ended up loving. It was more kind of it was the it was all that stuff. I was like, oh, I always wanted to know this stuff. Right, uh, I forgot it since, but um, but uh, I just and then I would just cheat my way through all the other classes. I was terrible at math and languages. And yeah, I, I was stuff. no good at languages or math. So, I did you take the stupid test to get out of your language? I did take the. I just cheated on the final. You with, did? I did. I cheated on all the tests. How the hell you cheat on a language file? 
final. Um, so you're you're a self admitted cheater. Cheater. Uh, yeah, I've started talking. No, I. Uh, how do you do it? Well, you get to know people in the class, and then you figure out which questions. Yeah, it's hard because you have to write sentences. Uh, so I had to BS some of it. I kind of knew, right? But, uh, but like the math stuff, I came to college and was so dumb at math uh, that I had to take a course to just get into college math. So uh, I was a, for zero credit was the course. Right. And it's one of those the, like a community yeah. college class. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ironic. Yeah. And um, and the guy, the teacher literally said to me, he goes, please tell me you're not going to take any major that requires math. And I was like, no way. And he's like, good, I'll pass you. Just don't do it. And I'm like, and believe me, you're not. This is not a warning. This was my plan the whole time. You just saved not me. to do that. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. have no idea how it works. I don't know. I don't. I didn't. I gleaned nothing from algebra. I don't. I that was where it ends for me. Algebra was it, and I fucked that up. See, yeah, can't now, do it. Now chemistry okay. couldn't do. Oh, chemistry was a disaster. Yeah, I I was given an E in chemistry, wow. which didn't even exist. The that teacher was... had a had a had a, had a <laughs> literally. Like, um, what do you call like, it? F is too good for Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want it to be that clear. I just want people to know that you've tried your best and you're incapable of doing it. And F it's... would imply maybe you were ditching class or something like that. You can't. You're not capable. It, uh, I, it, ironically, now my my seven year old is very good at math. So, well, that's um, good. So I don't know. I was like, I don't know. You got that from your side, huh? So you can't because <laughs> I I'm not gonna be able to. Do help you do him. homework with him? Uh, yeah, but not. Uh, it's not. Yeah, he's. Uh, first grader so it's not uh, not yet we don't have we don't yeah. go to one of those schools that uh is already telling them what, uh, what now what your parents uh what were they in what was their racket they my dad did a lot of things he was from uh real estate but the most uh the, the longest thing he he did was uh executive headhunting he had his own company i, I think we kind of talked about this once before but, but he I was the, they met that he was the dean of students at loyal university as well so he did he was he did a lot and, but you were born in like europe for some yeah, reason right in rome my yeah. my dad was the dean of students at loyola university rome center so academics uh yeah but he he grew up in chicago and he he saw uh, a couple movies that took place in italy he would see spaghetti westerns or he'd see roman holiday and be like that's where i want to go Anyone. And he figured it out and got there. And my mom's dad worked for the UN. So, and they moved the whole family from. Was he a diplomat? Yeah, he helped uh, to restore and monitor fish populations around the world. Oh my god! So he was going this. to Japan. Yeah, see, there you go. Monitoring fish populations. It's one of those jobs where you think, like, I guess someone's got to do that, but it's important. Yeah, but you'd be the way he was treated. He would by the UN. With, oh no! But like he would meet with the king of Morocco. And he right. would meet with, uh, he helped uh, like restore Japan's fishing industry after World War II. Is he, he known for that? Uh, he wrote a book on it. Yeah. And he helped like design. What's the name of that book? Ocean Forum. Ocean Forum. Yeah. It's very Bye. popular. Yeah. Roy I. Jackson. Uh, and he. <laughs> That's uh, your grandfather? Oh, yeah. Roy I. Jackson. Roy Ingvald Jackson. The, he's the fish guy. Yeah, and uh, at Ellis Island, they changed his na- his uh, his father got to Ellis Island, and they were yeah. like, "What's your last name?" And they're like, "Well, it's Smidgebakken." No, it's not. Yeah, but he's so gonna. He needs like he ch- his my great grandfather was just like, "It's gonna be uh, Jackson." Yeah. I want to sound like his he, his his thing was like I, he's like I want to sound like an American. Smidgebakken. Smidgebakken. What what is that from? Where was he from? That's from Norway. You just, look Norwegian. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, I have a lot. Uh, I have, uh, my dad's almost 100% Irish. So it's just Scandinavian Irish with you? Scandinavian Irish, Finn, and Scottish. Finn. See, the Finn in the, in the Norwegian, that's what saved you. That's here. comedy. That's, yeah. that's a lot of comics come out of that. No, what that is is that, you know, you're going to look good on camera no matter what. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> that, that saved you, man. The yeah, all that spray tan doesn't do anything. <laughs> Nothing. So have you now? Yeah. How come? So it's weird. Like your dad went to because he saw a movie, and you went because he saw a painting. Yeah, Italy. Well, you I, guys are romantic. My aunt and uncle live still live there, mm. and uh, my dad, my uncle, uh, yeah, and my cousin still lives there. He looks exactly like me, but he speaks obviously very good Italian, Roman. He was so good. He went to school in America, and he took the AP test uh, for Italian and found a mistake on it. That's how good he was. <laughs> and uh, but you no. never went to Norway. 
Never been to Norway. Never went to Scandinavia? No. Why are you afraid you won't feel special there? I'm just afraid I'll just run into the hinterland and never come back. Yeah? <laughs> Do you have that like, part of you? I'm done with people. this shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, I think I went to Rome because I had a place to stay in my aunt and uncle's Rome's apartment. great, though, man. I went to Italy, yeah. and even if you don't care about it at all, it just lives up to everything yeah. that you expect it, it is, to. Oh, the history is the history, overwhelming. The art's amazing, and it's just the and food it's is still good. beautiful. People seem to be having fun. Yeah. They don't work too hard. It seems it seems like you know the entire Same thing town. In Fr- and you go to France, people are like these people don't work. This is I mean they, they work obviously, but they but take they, a break during they, the day, yes. right? It's like we're closing up for an hour or two to take a nap. Yeah, isn't that still happen? It's they yes, it's if everyone stops working at four o'clock yeah. and comes and like eight o'clock the whole place comes alive. Yeah, and it makes sense because you're like yes, it's the hottest part of the day. They stop working, right? And here we're just like I'm you know, working at ten at night, not you know not with any focus or anything, but I know I have to keep working. And then there's then you feel guilty. Yeah, you've done it, it for so long. You're like I need to keep. Doing, I, I can't. Do yeah, something. yeah, I can't relax at all. It is. Odd. I woke up. I wo- I woke up like anxious. But, ah, shit! Joel's coming over. <laughs> <laughs> I got gardeners outside. They yeah, just, they just, just built in a wall. They just. Uh, yeah, they had to clear the brush, so everything. They doesn't... cleared a lot of brush. Oh, I've never seen it cleared like that down there. You, it, for those of you who are not living in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. you add water to anything, uh, or in Southern California, you add water to anything here, and you will grow thousands of pounds of plants yeah, that succulents. you not yeah. intend. Yeah, and if you add fire to anything also here, right. ev- the entire city will catch fire. It's and a, that's why they yeah. have you clear the brush. It is a tinderbox. Oh, entire... Now, Pierre, I'm, every year I'm like, oh, how close is that fire? Because there's like, LA is the only place where they have fire season, where you just sort of like, it's a, it's that time yeah. of year. There's, there's acreage burning. Yeah. Hundreds of and them. And it used to be that... The, all that stuff would burn every year and yeah. never grow too high. So yeah. it would burn to be a small burn. But then when people moved in, everyone stopped allowing the burning. So everything grew big. And so when it catched when it caught, when it catches fire, it's the it's an inferno. Do you remember when Glendale was on fire? Yeah. Like through, I mean, that was crazy. Now, in uh, the park up there, the there was the 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 there was the observatory, the Griffith, yeah. the, the Griffith just, Park. I've never been in a fire. I've, I've had one experience with fire where I'd set fire to some stuff in order to, to do the weed thing and just got out of control immediately. <laughs> I call fire here, engine. Oh my. No, not here. This was in New Mexico. But you don't really realize the power of fire. Like there's this idea that like if I get a hose, no. If there's a wall of flame coming, yep. there's no, it's over. It's not going to stop. No, it it's, it's creates its own do. weather. Yeah. It will jump us. It's like a living organism. It yeah. just feeds on oxygen. It's like backdraft. Yeah, man. That's a fucking good movie. Man, it is. So, all right. I don't know if it does it hold up. Have you seen it recently? I, I have not seen it recently. Right. But I, it, have we? I've been bull. This has been bullshitting the whole time. It has. You want to get down to the let's real get shit? Down. Come on. To, yeah. So let's get down to the real stuff. Your mustache looks great. Thank you. And you're very, you're, very rare. Your hair someone. looks good. Everything's Thank looking you. good. Your arms are big. It's true. You're still doing. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> No, Are you still uh, doing the? No, 90X? I'm just saying it's hard for. I've never. I need. I, I no. I just do. You couldn't do a mustache. You'd look ratty. No, and up if you my my upper lip spreads out too much. Yeah. So yeah, it would look yeah. very. I would look like a like a pedophile. Yeah. I mean more. I think, like, like a, a Scandinavian pedophile. pedophile. Yeah. I think you'd look more like a stereo salesman. You know, oh. sort of like a. You know, if you just had a regular mustache, you'd just be like, "Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Is this the car we're putting the thing in? You know, that you'd be that guy. This Not is... like a guy who knows how, knows how to put him in, but no. a sales. You'd look like a salesman. That's what you look I'll like. I'll take it. That's yeah, you're kind of salesman, aren't you? I am. <laughs> yeah, I sell everything I'm in. I do. I go on. Uh, this, what do you think I'm doing here? I don't know. It's, it's not watch Community up for... <laughs> eight o'clock on Thursday nights. You're so happy that came back, aren't you? And I, well, yes. How do you? Are you guys just constantly amazed at Harmon's brain, like on a day to day basis? Yeah, you're like what he's is like uh, he's like uh, what's uh, what's How the guy he... from what's the guy from X Men? Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know which one. Brainiac. Oh yeah, Bra- yeah. yeah uh, he he is kind of like you're just sort of like when is this? Is, I'm just yeah. one day his brain's just gonna sizzle. He's, he's got fry. I don't know. He's got the like Tolkien. Tolkien, Tolkien, yeah. Tolkien, Tolkien brain, yeah. where you're just like, there's a whole world in there that uh, just keeps manufacturing itself. Yeah, that will just keep coming out. And uh, thank God. Well, uh, let's go. Let's go back to. Let, let's lead up to community because I want to do justice to you and uh, you know your career that, oh. that I used to be envious of, but I've decided that uh, I've, I've, I've really. Yeah, I've you're given, still you're not envious anymore. No, I've uh, given, let's let's go out and look at my car. What kind of car is it? <laughs> is it a good one? Oh uh, yeah, it's a good one. What is it? No, I was joking. <laughs> which which car? Is oh, it? I no. brought a uh, Porsche. <laughs> you brought a Porsche? You yeah. mean you left the the shitty car? I home left. Uh, what was it? Uh, Wait, yeah. I don't know. The Aston. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not Adam Carolla. <laughs> I don't have that many cars. <laughs> I have two. We have. We have a total of 
two cars. One's a big one for kids. Yeah. And the other one's the one you play with, right? Yeah, that's my car, which I, they fit in the back. So <laughs> you just drive. They the really car do. The they back? no, they have. Uh, there's a little child. You'll see. It. There's. A I child. thought you meant the car you have fits into your SUV. It be- almost does. What? It is so light that if we're parked on a hill, like one wheel will just come off the ground. <laughs> is it a Porsche? Yeah. It is. Which one? The uh, Turbo S. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. <laughs> it's good time. <laughs> I still get in that car going like, I can't believe this is my car. Yeah, that's a, well, that, I mean, why not have fun, right? Yeah, I w- I've always wanted a sports car, and I, it was one of those moments where I'm like, I can't believe I get to have this. You get to so. buy, yeah, because like, I got an old Camry out there, and there's part of me, it's like, I'm going I'm to get a new one. But in my brain, it's always like another Camry. It's right. not, it's not like a sports car. You've never dreamed of a, having an exotic car or a, a car of any other sort of my dad had a couple of fancy cars and i like them you know but there was always that sort of like then you got the, the guy the fancy car worries like in my mind like if that thing gets beat up fuck it i don't care if right. it gets but like sometimes now like i walk out to a parking lot and one of my rims is missing you know so and yeah. it's like i've driven my car into my own wall so it's all scraped up on one <laughs> side and there's part of me it's like yeah i should have some self-respect and yeah, get a maybe car you shouldn't, take, uh... yeah well i mean I, it was an accident but, but think what... how much of a badass you would be if you bought a fancy car and still didn't care about it you're like nah, big deal yeah yeah Just rub the fender of that ferrari on that is that how you are uh, I did munch. I did. Uh, I've already ripped off. I didn't rip it off, but the bottom, the the front end is very low, and I have scraped that off pretty well. But then, but then you like if you go get one of those cars repaired, it's as much as my Camry. Yeah, well, especially your Camry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, foreign but, cars are always yeah, strange. Yeah, yeah, but if but you find fun. a good guy, go I got a really good guy. You, you got a good out. Porsche guy. All right, you tell no, me. No, 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 a really it. good just body guy because we've banged off of all you do? sorts of things. Don't you wish you could do shit like that? Yes, that's why I don't do it because I know I can't. I know I call guys too, but don't you find it emasculating to have men working at your house doing simple things that you should be doing, and your wife saying like, "See, that's yeah. what you should know how to I do." I really, I really play it up. Uh, you do when they come over, and I'll wear like a house coat. <laughs> <laughs> Or a moo moo. Hi, um, fellas. And I'll just have a plate of grapes and I'll be like, oh, yeah, grab, oh, why don't you, uh, the, the wiper thing is broken or something. I don't know. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. No, my dad was very handy and my older brother is insanely handy. So, uh, so you're like a, a fucking like big dork kind of, huh? My dad said to me, because he remodeled our home. My mm-hmm. dad remodeled our house. He mm-hmm. goes, you either do it yourself or you make enough money to get someone to do it for you. And I go, option B. And he <laughs> he was crestfallen. He was just like, oh, this is not the son I was raised. Yeah. How did this happen? Why did he do <laughs> That was not the point of that that lesson. It wasn't for to give him what he, oh, damn it. Yeah, I uh, like, and also I find that with me, like sometimes jobs, like I had to work done in the house where I'm like, I'm, I can't, I'm just too, like I get overwhelmed thinking about the job that I'm going to pay someone else to do. So yeah. I never do it. Like I just got central air and AC in there and I was never going to do it. I no. probably would still be married if I had but central see, air and AC put in. That's not true. It, it, maybe it is. <laughs> but so, if you, but now that you have the understanding that like, you know that it's not going to happen, that is, you have evolved. That means, okay, I know I can't do this. You got to make enough money to go get that. Happen. But it's sometimes it's not even that much money. That's the weird thing is like in LA, like there are handymen everywhere. Yeah. If you find yourself a guy, you know, this idea that's like, that's going to cost a fortune. Then they build a fence and you're like, holy fuck, that wasn't that much. Yeah. Let's build a new house. And you're so- build a house on yeah. my house. And you're so happy when it's finished. You're like, well, this is so much better. I worry. I thought right. about this for years and now it's finally. And you somehow feel proud that you, as if almost. As I called a guy. <laughs> There is a, at our house still, there is a doorknob that is frozen. I don't know how it, it doesn't yeah. crank over. And then there's a, uh, uh, this antique uh, uh, drawer thing yeah. that we keep stuff in it. All, both of the poles don't work and they continue not to work. Right. And uh, it's beginning to drive me out of my mind. Why don't you call a guy? We did and I forgot to tell him because he fixed something else. And now I, I would drive, dr- that easy. I say, fuck it, this is your opportunity. It's a small job. Take His that name thing. is Chris, the guy. No, no take Chris it apart. Warner. You should take it apart yourself. This is your time. I, you want you me to take apart Google a doorknob? doorknob. You know, find frozen out. Frozen doorknob. Frozen doorknob. Maybe even find the brand of doorknob it is. You know, and just, but that means I have to. Uh, that would I would have to take the whole thing out. Right. There's no way it's going to go back no, the same the, way. No, that's a defeatist attitude. This is a, this is a, is an isolated thing. This is something you can control, Joel. Don't you can, meth and meth addicts do this? They they take apart things. That's what I'm saying. You should get involved with meth and then do the doorknob work. <laughs> this, this is Mark. This it's time like for your terrible. fall. It's time it's for your fault. Terrible. Uh, okay, you've made enough money in show business. Everyone knows who you are. It's time to get into the other, the sordid show gonna, business. All right. It's time to get fucked up on drugs, get hung up on a doorknob, 
Okay. I'm yeah. going to tie and then get a Nick Nolte like uh Yeah, I want to see you taken out of your shot. house in cuffs and then the the, the the they they follow you out with a doorknob. <laughs> like this is they, what Yeah, this is what is this is what happened. <laughs> that it was uh do you watch MSNBC's lockup? Uh, occasionally yeah. I find myself there. Yeah. And yeah. and yeah, you know, that's one of those things where it's sort of like I couldn't live there. Right. <laughs> I, it's I, the great. They should just a- sit every at-risk teen down and just like here's twelve hours <laughs> Here of lockup. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Good luck with when that. Like, well, my toilet. It's my sink, <laughs> and it's where I wash my clothes, and where, it's I, where eat. I take a dump. And it's I, where it's like, oh my. I cook gosh. my food in my toilet. Oh, yeah, they do. I know. <laughs> and then they're like, here's my privacy. This is so I can take a dump and jerk off. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is uh, this is horrible. Yeah. This is like being a uh, comic starting out. <laughs> No, it's not that bad. Come on, is it? Is it not? So, all right. So, like, let's let's put you into perspective as a credible comedic uh, talent. All right. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Because I think my main issue with you was was when I did do stand up with you and you were headlining. There was I that... did no jokes. No, it was just a moment where it was like this guy. He's not a comedian. I agreed. No, I know. At that time, I would have fully agree. But you're very funny. But I've done it a thousand times since then. Now I have real jokes. You do. You've done yes. it a thousand times? Uh, since, th- that was like 2005. Yeah, that sounds that. about right, yeah. I mean, I basically went out every, almost every single weekend since that moment. Now, uh, do you do- Up until about a year ago, because my wife said, this has to stop now. The, the comedy stuff? <laughs> yeah, you need to stop. Because cause once- cause You were they, selling tickets though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was good. Uh, yeah, was, that's why I kept Were you killing? It. Uh, you mean were they happy or were they the tickets sold? Were they laughing? They seemed to be laughing throughout the show. Throughout the show, it's a lot different than you'd remember. <laughs> Do you? What, whose jokes were they? Yours? I don't know. I would just <laughs> go to a library and read jokes and be like, "Oh, these will be the ones." These sounds good. They haven't been done in a while. Uh, no, they're actual. It end. It ended up. It does a lot about pop culture and a lot about my family. So, did you use uh, your writers from the soup or who? who uh, did some it? of the jokes are, you know, they're from soup stuff yeah. that has morphed into right. larger, and it's a lot of commentary on right. reality shows and things like that. But you got um, good timing. You're quick. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, it's gotten it. It believe me, uh, compared to what you saw, no, which I'm was sure, nothing. Sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so um, that yeah, that was bad. But you like you didn't uh, come out of nowhere. You went to theater school, right? You uh, that was yeah. I did kind of back into uh, the stand up. Uh, I because it was when the soup was on, and I uh, soup was already on, and my the booking agent was like, if you go out and do this and do this, you're gonna make a lot of more more money. And yeah. I was like, really? And uh, <laughs> so I just began hosting shows. That was even before I was hosting shows. That was kind of one of my first. Gigs so you do a ever. few minutes and then host. Comedy yeah, and shows. do in between until then. I went to Ogden, Utah, and I, I headlined for the first time. I did like five shows. Utah in one changes night. everything for everybody. So it you does. go to Utah, it's a, you're like, holy shit. If you shit. can get the Mormons and the Mormons that have turned away, then you're good. No, you're you joke about that, but there's a couple of comics that like you know Brian Regan will do like a month's worth of shows yeah. in Utah. At like you know three thousand seat arena, it's incredible. Uh, he makes oh, and he's also incredible. He's amazing. Uh, he what's a, with, with the Mormons? It was like uh, or at least in Ogden, cause, uh, they because you don't you can't do a show on a Sunday. But the girls would show up in like uh, Laurel Ingalls Wilder flowerly flower dresses, and then standing next to them looks like a member of uh, Marilyn <laughs> Manson's band, right? And they'd be like, "This is my sister," and yeah. I'm like. Let me guess. Yeah. You left the church, yeah. and uh, I thought that was a. Re- it was so. It was very. Right, you get the pioneer people. Yeah, it was. It was either one the or the opposite. other. There was no one just wearing, you know, a yeah. fleece sweatshirt, no. or a fleece coat, and no. There and, was and, there was the reactionaries yes. and the believers. Oof. Yeah, yeah, but they're all still there. Like it seems like they even the lapsed Mormons still get along with their families. for they the do. most part. They're it's, like it's yeah, kind of bizarre. I did, yeah, and yeah. it was. I, it's. I guess that's great that they still get along. But what? So your degree was oh, so is I, not in art history, right? No, I just majored in history, which I just ended up taking a lot of war history, and then. Uh, then I did a sketch comedy show in Seattle called Almost Live that was on right. for a long time. Yeah, that, that, that I wasn't on for very long, but it was on for. You a long were time. how long were you on that? I think it was a total. I was three years full time and then left. And, and that was the bald guy was there, right? Uh, John Keister, right? John Keister, and that thing yeah. was on Comedy Central for a while. Did get yeah. some national. Uh, Attention, kind of for a while. It was yeah, like, it was weird. I mean, when it was, it, I, you know, for Seattle, it was really funny. It went on forever. But people in Orlando probably didn't get the um, Tuck Willa jokes, right? Yeah, or the Tacoma jokes. So, uh, but is it no. still going on? 
No, it's not going on. But it was a great place for me to really. Do you s- talk to John Keister at all? Once in a while, I will talk to him. I talked to Bob Nelson, who was on the show, who now is a screenwriter down here. Yeah. Oh well, he lives in he lives in Seattle still, but he's a screenwriter. And then there's a guy named Pat Cashman from that show. And your family moved to Seattle. Uh, my my dad and mom moved to Seattle in the seventies from Rome. And right. At that point, Seattle was not the. Um, Teaming, so, so nice up it, there. Yeah, it wasn't my dad. My dad literally told me when he drove across the floating bridge, and because he was on his way to Warehouser, where he worked for a couple of years, he because he had just come from Rome, right? Right. And he said, he said, I said out loud to myself in the car, "The fun part of my life is over." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh my poor dad. He had three boys. He couldn't afford. We couldn't. He couldn't. They couldn't afford British or English schools in. Rome, so they had to come back to the States. He had no job leads, and they ended up in Seattle. Shit, if you had done that, you would have known Italian. See? You would have learned. Yeah, I would you would have. Had, you would have had no choice. Damn it. But to learn or else be like, you know, thought to have a learning disability. Yeah, I would have yeah, I would, I would have learned it before I, yeah, I could have, dang it. See, this is why I resent And you're, none of your brothers speak Italian either? Uh, no, none of us. My, old, my little brother lived there for a year, uh, and so he got to, he can get around. What do your brothers do? Uh, my younger brother is an Episcopal priest in the Bay Area. Uh, with his wife, uh, who's a Lutheran minister, so very passive, very aggressive, holy, tolerant, <laughs> quiet. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, he's the uh, he doesn't like. It. He actually is the opposite of that. So, uh, and then my older brother works for a green garbage company, a brand new green garbage company in Seattle. That's interesting. They, they will slowly dominate, hopefully. Uh, and uh, he works for them, or he, it's his company. No, he works for them. What's a green garbage company? I don't know, but they <laughs> they are. They only Apparently, pick up certain things. Revolutionary. They only they pick can, up like stuff that's uh, decomposed. They will only pick up. Well, it's apparently the separation thing is way better, and they can they can recycle much. Oh, faster. so they're looking for a state contract. They already that, got it. Yeah. Oh, they did. They're all of Seattle, I think. Really? So that's big. Yeah. They, so your brother's in garbage, and your your other brother's in, in God. And yeah, God and, and garbage, and, and you're in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. God it garbage. All makes sense. My God par- garbage and comedy. Those yeah. are the three levels. See, that's the Trinity. My my parents. You're were helping. Like, See, my parent and my parents were just like, "What we boy? This is how this happened." Did yeah. you grow up with religion? How'd that kid find religion? I, uh, I we all were raised Catholic, and for uh, reals, for reals, for reals. Like scared of hell, look out, be uh, good. There were, uh, go talk to the priest. No, I don't it's, know how to handle it's this. It's Seattle, so it's a lot more Seattle Catholic. It's a lot more liberal and sure. and little yeah. There and like, uh, but there was still no. Uh, there was a lot of guilt all the way around. But no priests. Uh, no, I have, what do you mean? Well, yeah, on Tonight. any level. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, an appropriate priestness, was there any, no. con- was there confession? Uh, I went to confession, I got, uh, confirmed, and I was, uh, I, you know, uh, first communion, all that stuff, and I went to Catholic school, that's where I met Mankini from, uh, The Soup, the guy that, uh, wears the bikini top, we met in fifth grade, in Mrs. Busey's class. Really? Uh, yeah, uh, so. Did you bring him down here? He was down here with his girlfriend, and, and when the soup started, I said they said, "Who are you going to hire as your writers?" And I knew he was one of the funniest people I knew, and he had, had he was always a writer, but he was fixing computers. He can fix computers huh. got, uh, in a uh, college library. But the soup existed before you; just they took the uh, name it had off. Been, uh, Talk to- soup was canceled in two thousand and one or mm. two thousand, and then when they brought it back, they brought it back as something total. They did, they said we do not want. Talk soup about reality shows. That's what they told me in the room. They're like, they're like, great. So it was exactly the same format with a different name. A new president came in, changed the name to the soup. It was called the What the Awards at first. Which the What a, the Awards. It was supposed to be the, the What the Hell Awards or the sure. What the Fuck Awards, but we couldn't say that. So right. I didn't pick that title. It was a terrible title because people go like, huh, the what? And I'm like, exactly. <laughs> and so they changed the soup, and that's how it all came together. So Catholics, and then your brother becomes. A what m- were you raised? Jew. Oh, okay. Some people say Jewish. I, grew I, up in... I have a little bit of self hatred. So when people really? go, well, How were you brought up? I go, Jew. <laughs> like wow. that. Yeah. yeah uh, I was up, and then they were like, Jewish? No, Jew. <laughs> just like, I, and I, I, wouldn't, I wasn't brought up religiously, really. So it's just, I'm just a Jew. I'm not that Jewish. Right. Does that make sense? Have you been to synagogue well, or temple? Of course. I was bar mitzvah. I did all that. Did all so, that? Yeah. You know, so I'm in. I mean, you know, theoretically, I'm, you know, I got, I'm, right. I have, I'm a card carrying Jew. You just resent them. No, I mean, you know, whatever. It's a, yeah, not really. You're just not into it. I'm culturally, I'm a Jew. <laughs> okay. John, uh, John Waters, because uh, he, he was told, I mean, he's told a story, but he, when he finishes an email, 
uh, he tries to sign. He signs it in a capital J W. Yeah, but it will autocorrect to Jew. To Jew. So he just leaves. And it. he says, "Well, he does. He says he sends push sends so quick that sometimes he forgets. Yeah, but it's in capital letters. So right at the, at the end. So you have some emails just at the end. He just goes Jew. <laughs> just ye- like someone's just yelling. Like, what? Yeah, why why is, is he yelling Jew at me? <laughs> so all right. So you do right. that. You do the the show sketch comedy show Seattle. Yeah, and then I said, I know I I need to get. Uh, formally trained as an actor because I didn't feel like uh, I was. You're just winging it, but uh, you were funny. So that's a, well, you, so yeah, you that was you were uh, funny, and and it was yeah. I mean, to get that job was, I uh, believe me, I was, uh, and I had been doing a lot of theater and a lot of improvising uh, all through that at this place called Unexpected Productions in 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 Seattle, and a ton of plays, and but I and then I got on this the Almost Live show, which pay which you know was paid, it was on TV. I was like, ah, oh, this is it's awesome, and. Uh, but I knew that if I stayed in Seattle, that I would never, I would never know if I, I had to try. I had to go to L.A. or yeah. New York and try it because if I didn't, then, um, then I would always regret it, or I'd be doing. I, I eventually could, you know, like in Seattle, if I stayed, I'd, you know, I assume I would end up in doing weather and traffic and or sports or something. And on a news show, on a news show or something. So I was like, I gotta go down there and try. But I, I decided to go to graduate school first. And uh, well, that's interesting that you know you knew you had the look and the delivery, and that you know you had a good voice for it. So you actually thought at some point in time I could be a local news anchor. I was like, I or, or do weather. Weather, because yeah, you could be kind of funny. Because I'm weather. attracted to green screens. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and yes, you can point. You know how to point. Point to things. And you can be funny. To hit a button at the sure. same time. And So you thought about weather. Weather and traffic. Right. Uh, but okay. I wasn't uh, as interested in sports as I could have been, so I thought, man, I'll probably blow it when I'm doing co- you know, play-by-play. And then but, that's, like, uh, but that's a weird moment where you live in town. Here comes Billie Jean King coming down the court. Oh, oh screwed it damn. up. But uh, yeah, that I kind of thought, I have to go out and try it, and I have to. And then I went to graduate school, so... But it's weird though because like you know I've been at that point where like what's holding you back is really like okay I know I can be on camera now right. and uh, I might not want to move so what are my options here in Seattle to be on television right and that was it and be yeah. a weatherman yeah that, mm-hmm. that or have a you know, like a radio a career show. in broadcasting yeah it, yeah uh, and I I knew I never wanted to just read the news I was offered a job in Portland on an on an evening magazine show right out of like right out of school oh god and, if you had done that. It paid so much money in my, I mean, it was like a ton of money to yeah. me. And I was just like, I, 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 but then Almost Live offered me a job and I was like, I can take that. And do you realize that, that that juncture in your career was is what determined who you are now? Because if you would have went with the Portland Magazine yep. show, you might still be up there. I I very well could be, and you'd be like a fixture on Portland television. Yeah, I'd be. Uh, you'd be interviewing local florists. Yeah, I'd have good blazer yeah, tickets. Yeah, like yeah. really good seats. The new restaurant. You'd be in the studio with your female co-host tasting sandwiches. That's what you'd be doing. See, but this is kind of like the people of Italy and France. You don't have to work as hard. No, I get that. I'm kidding. I no, that. they work. The people of Portland work very hard. No, no, I no, I understand. But it was that moment where I, I did yes, my and my dad and my mom both were like, Yeah, it's a lot of money, but it is not what you want to do. They said that? Yeah. And uh And they were behind you, they're like, Go go gamble with yeah. everything. Go For to as LA. As practical as my mom and dad are, they uh, they always thought they they always like, Yeah, you should you gotta try it. And uh you gotta you got and my my dad was always like, Gotta have a backup plan. Yeah. And uh you and I was always the... like, I'll be a race car driver. Uh, but uh, but yeah, they they that was a moment. I've never talked about that. But uh, that was a moment where uh, yeah, I I said okay, I'm gonna do. It. And it paid almost like paid nothing, but it was doing sketch comedy and writing sketch comedy and and uh, and once and I knew that yeah, and I then after that I was like okay, I, I as you as you said, I I had to try it down here. That's fucking amazing because like so. you, you could have done that shit. Like, yeah. you know, because I see those cats and I, you know, no disrespect to local media personalities, but there is that moment where you do a local morning show or something and you see yeah. this host and like, yeah, I used to do comedy. Like, hold on, we're coming back in three. Hey, yeah. what about Portland food? Yeah. And then you're that. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's a gig. But I mean, mm-hmm. compared to what you're doing now, being part of like, a, you know, a brilliant sort of groundbreaking oh, television yeah. show. All right, so you come down, you get. The- I, I go to graduate school, yeah, and uh, I had to make a decision between. I got no. Well, New York is much friendlier to actors in that we do a little showcase, and I got a lot of like agents. You went to New York. I went to New York just to, to do my little showcase with the graduate school. What was your showcase? Uh, I and well, it's a bunch of scenes. Sure. Yeah, What'd you and, do? Uh, I did a scene from a. Uh, uh, 
David Mamet. <laughs> it was like a bad idea. And then I did a sketch. I did a uh, Kids in the Hall sketch, which uh, ultimately really helped me because no, no one else was doing comedy really. Uh, except for one other sketch. Which, which, which <clears throat> Mamet, Glengarry Glen Ross or, or uh, the other one, uh, something in Chicago? No, no. Oh, excuse me. It was a play called Jack and Jill. Okay. By, uh, I, uh, I can't remember his name. Just a monologue, right? You got the monologue? No, it was him. a scene between a gal and a guy. Oh, you had to do It scenes. was just, yeah. It, it, that was the problem with it. The entire showcase, every gal and guy wanted to be seen. Uh, everyone in the school wanted to be seen as the uh, romantic Right, romantic every lead. scene was two a man and a woman yelling at each other. Nice, and then like falling in love or taking their so, shirts off. No one so. did Virginia Wolf though. See, that's what you should do. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. do like uh, yeah, that would be good. <laughs> or do like Night Mother. Yeah, the girls about to commit suicide. <laughs> I remember seeing one showcase where this, they pulled out guns, but they were both starter pistols, right. and these shot each other on stage. <laughs> And I was just like, what? Oh, this is a, yeah, it was really, yeah. But so then I came to LA with zero, uh, I couldn't get an agent. So uh, you couldn't get an agent at the no. showcase. You I had a friend who was a, ma- who was a manager and, uh, from high school that we had made a television show in high school together. And, uh, and so he took me on like his, his client and, um, and I could not get an agent. And then I, I got a part on Will and Grace yeah. because they were looking for people that were six, seven and uh, taller. That was it. And I lied and I bought heeled boots. Uh, like, <laughs> like I went to a motor, I went, I think it was like, like a Skechers outlet yeah. on Van Nuys Boulevard. And to give yourself uh, what, three inches? Yeah. And uh, I wore, and, um, and I got this small role, and I still know Sean Hayes because of that role. And, right. Uh, and then I got an agent out of that, and then the agent <laughs> dropped me after like six months because I hadn't booked anything else. And he's like, that's it. And he literally told my manager uh, that um, he he was like, Joel can come. We, uh, Joel will be ready for this agency in about four years. Yeah. Like, uh, why don't you work on him? Have him come back in four years. And it yeah. was just like, uh, he'll be big enough for this agency then. And, uh, and then I... Then I got a commercial agent, and uh, and for a while I couldn't get a regular agent, so I just no, not did you do I, commercials? That's all I did. Yeah, I did like a zillion commercials, and you made money. Yeah, we, I ended up making really good money and becoming solvent, and uh, it was great. And uh, see, that's the other <laughs> thing that you got lucky with because you could have been that guy still. You could, yes. I still have a lot of friends that work only in commercial. Yeah, oh no, a there's a lot of, yeah, oh no, there's a lot of guys. As long as you stay that type, yeah. I mean, you, you know, the, you, usually you have to be like kind of like a regular guy. Yeah, and, the, and, the roles for thirty-something uh, uh, white guys are uh, abundant uh, in commercials. Yeah, and the only way you tap out on that is you get too old. But it's really sort of like you're probably a little too attractive for commercials oh, in the big picture. You. Yeah, sure. Pretty I'm not much. flirting with you. I'm just uh, no. And I did this big uh, like Burger King campaign right before the soup and um that really that actually got like a couple casting directors called me in off that really of all things and, and you were funny on it and uh they were good they're all based it was before the american office had premiered they're all uh, the the director was half british and based it all on that and on the uh, oh really so they there based... was a couple commercials where we never mentioned or showed the sandwich so i was ve- they were really good commercials they were and... good for real for real yeah and that you know it wasn't all oh, about you eating days hamburgers I, yeah the days so... that i spent going to uh like a like a an editing house editing my reel together and sending it out and all that oh horrendous gosh. i think i did a reel I, I i made a reel once i don't think it ever got sent out i think i got a box of vhs tapes <laughs> I, I had two, yeah. two scenes in a movie, but you had you have the skill where you could you at that point you could just walk on stage and you could. Generate. Yeah, I know, but it's very specific. I mean, no one's like you know like he'd be perfect for a show. They they're sort of like uh, they got to pigeonhole me into some angry neurotic thing. So it's very specific. It's not a general talent that I have. <laughs> It's not. It's not adaptable. They're not. Then, like, he'd be then, a good dad. Okay, under that argument, yeah. Why? Uh, why don't every angry, neurotic person yeah. in in America have their own shows? No, no, I get that. I, yeah. I'm saying. I, well, that's a good point because you know usually they're not thought of as TV fodder. They're freaks. You know, I'm a freak, and yeah. I understand that. Well, like look at Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's right. Well, look yeah. how he had to do it. You know, he had to you know eventually align himself with the Jerry Seinfeld who respected him. But you know, Larry <laughs> David as a comic. No one was watching him going, we got to have this guy. That's true. I guess <laughs> he did. figured out a way. On Fridays, he was on Fridays. But but so, okay, so, well, that's interesting to me that, 
Okay, so this guy. No, was and I, so I kept my wife supported he, me when I got here and all that. And I and we gave you. I gave her a five year. We said five years. If nothing's in five happening, years, you'll be able to just paint. Yeah, she can just paint. <laughs> but uh, but I was thinking five years. I was like, we've got. I've got to give me that much. And if in five years nothing's happening, then we can go back to Seattle and I'll. I'll do... Uh, but that's weird, though, that the guy from Britain knew the office, but America didn't know the office, and he was basing these commercials on the British office, yeah. which was not... Uh, there was no American office. It was probably kind of a hit here with a certain type of person. Yeah, I remember but buying so, the DVDs. And so things. the look was unique. It was unique. And actually, a lot of commercials since then have followed that look, mm-hmm. followed what he created, which was which what oh, Ricky Gervais ultimately created. Right. But to not have uh, things look flashy and to use just regular light and to all be handheld. So you got the soup. Uh, then I got the suit because uh, it was one of many auditions, and uh, and it was still it di- di- really didn't know what it was, and there was a time like, well, it's going to be like pop up video kind of, or they didn't know, and they brought it took like six months to get the job, and not because it was a huge search, but just because they were didn't know what they wanted to do. Yeah, and finally, finally, we were just like, all right, and then it, I shot a pilot presentation, so it was five minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then they saw how cheap the show was to make, and they were like, "Great, a, yeah, this guy's ha- funny. There was and four, we can make it for a nickel." Yeah, yeah there was four of us. Yeah, and uh, and I think I made eight hundred bucks that week or something. I mean, it was like, I mean, obviously that's good money, but uh, in the the scheme of television, it is not great. Uh, but uh, uh, but um, but then we we began. We are on Friday nights at ten, which was at that point on E was a desert and. Uh, we slowly but surely, uh, it's slow. And what was also great, I can't read teleprompter very well, so it gave me like a year when no one was watching to for me figure to just that fuck out. it up for a yeah. year. It's a, it's and, a tricky skill. Yeah, it's, you I still, you if, you can watch, if you watch The Soup now, there'll be some times where I'm like, eh, that guy didn't know what he was reading. And there, because the, the other problem is that sometimes I... And, and ever, we're all so far behind and yeah. trying to get it out that and I just run even, out there yeah. and start talking. Yeah, That's why when I see like... Uh, I'll, I'll watch like uh, like when I go on the, like I just went on Kimmel and I just went on Fallon and those yeah. guys just freaking they're freaking pros yeah. man yeah same thing like when I see Seacrest on Idol and it's a live broadcast yeah. and there's 20 million people watching and he's just I he and it, they're using cards right he's using a prompter but Kimmel like, and Kimmel uh, and uh, all these other guys use, use I don't, yeah cards. it's weird I don't know why they choose to do that I guess it's I I think that prompter is it's a different kind of camera, and I, I know they can just put them on, but there's some weird tradition of, of cards. Yeah. Cards seem difficult to me. And it seems you have to write them very quickly. Yeah, and it just seems like to look at them and then up at the camera to have that, it, it's uh, it's old-timey. Yeah. But uh, a lot think... of guys still do it. Conan still does it. Yeah, so Conan, it, Fallon, yeah. Uh, Kimmel. I, mean, I think, yeah, Leno and, and Letterman all do it. Leno uses cards, And, and uh, Ferguson does, too. Does he? Yeah. I can't remember. I but guess Ferguson, I like you. he, for, yeah, he's yeah, that guy can improve. Well, so that broke you, and you got and you got popular. And I, I really, and I've said this in a lot of interviews, but I when I seen Kinnear and seeing what, like Aisha Tyler coming out of that, but Kinnear getting into the movie, right? Aisha too, and uh, seeing those guys, like it was like so. If that's what they that this the pedigree was there to do other things, right? And um, yeah, the soup had a uh, it, it yeah. kind of had a name, yeah, and so. That's when, like, I got, uh, I started getting, I started finally getting the auditions for pilots, like right. leads in pilots that I always right. had wanted. And uh, and then, uh, thank God, Steven Soderbergh watched it because then he hired me to be in his movie. So that really helped. Which movie? Uh, uh, the Informant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You had that nice part in there. That was really, that was like, the, I would have paid to be in it. It was yeah. so much fun. And, so I like that movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, and they, like Tom Papa in that movie mm-hmm. is so good in it, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously Matt. Everybody, Matt Damon's performance—it just shows you like that guy can. Oh, he's great. Do anything. I mean, he's really the best yeah. of that. Uh, he's just—he's a great. I'll actor. tell Mark Wahlberg you said that. Would you please? Uh, so, really, the dream then is—is is film acting for the most Phil, part. Well, no, my dream was to be on a great show. I swear to you, I mean, it's just like to be because I think television is as powerful as as the movies and. And or pop more powerful a lot of time, and um, it's and, something people I think have a have a deeper relationship with. Yeah, it's but in their home. Mo- movie is like you know, movie is like mythic. TV is like, hey, there's that guy. Yeah, and, and he's there pe- again next this week. Too. And I never had it like that, but people will walk up to. You, and I'm sure you get, but people walk up and feel that they already know you. Well, they do know and, me, unfortunately, because <laughs> you just walk around your neighborhood. No, because I I blather on about everything, <laughs> and the people that you know choose to listen to the first ten minutes have a good good sense of who I am. Right. But I mean, but but community is now like this. Uh, I mean, it's really a brilliant show, and there, it's uh-huh. it's got an incredible pace to it. The writing is insane. You never know what's going to happen. The cast is uh, 
a, an amazing machine. The guy Big behind massive. it's a genius. And uh, and and you're on it, and you you carry yourself very well. It's a great character. Oh, you're funny. You're you. fucking hilarious. But like, I have to assume that I don't know what happened with Chevy Chase. I don't know with the voicemail. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was. I mean, I obviously Dan copped to it, and he said he couldn't. Yeah, I, apparently I, he couldn't help himself. He had to play that voicemail. <laughs> who wouldn't have played that voicemail? Yeah. Did they? I don't know who recorded him playing the voicemail for everybody. Did they know? Well, on the first one that was pl- Dan played that at his Harmontown, right? Uh, but then the second one, I I don't know where that was recorded. Isn't it because weird? Dan didn't, we, Dan didn't put it out there. Wait, is it, that we live in a world where that just happens. Or it's you, that's what can't trust anybody in the organization. Yeah, you, I, I'm afraid to type emails, like, right? Like texts sometimes. You, you can't like, like there's like there's just a uh, just this hungry, angry, parasitical culture that's yeah. just dying to dump shit into the TMZ world. I always now just end every email and voicemail with like I'm gonna murder you and rob you. Just <laughs> so just get it out and that's just like, all right. That's just <laughs> right. He right. said it at the and so if it happens, well. He said at the end of everyone. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, this was not a specific. Yeah, that case. was. Yeah, that whole thing was kind of great. I mean, I've joked around that you know che- we you know Chevy doesn't know how to operate voicemail, so it's impossible. Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, are is things comfortable on the set? I mean, everything all right or what? Uh, or you guys have been done for? We've a while. been done for a while. I mean, Chevy and I we text all we text uh, every other day or something. Do we you? just we just text uh, Onion headlines back and forth. To so each you guys other. are okay. Yeah, we're yeah we're good. I mean, he he can get it. You know, he I know that sometimes he doesn't. He he, as you heard in that one voicemail, I mean, it's like he doesn't like the writing, then he loves the writing, and no, it's he's all over the uh, map you know, he's and, been known to be a difficult person. Yeah, it's no surprise. And you were at the yeah, that the, was a horrible night. That roast, the infamous roast. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I I think that. I don't think that people really remember just how big he was. He was and, the biggest comedy. He was bigger than Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Biggest comedy star. And those age. movies, some of them were great. I mean, if you like the slapstick of Chevy Chase, I mean, I loved him. I, I mean, I really did when I was a kid. I loved him. Yeah. I loved watching him in the movies that he had. This, if you look at his, I mean, you look at what he did in Caddyshack. I mean, it's sure. It's, oh yeah. Or, oh, it's uh, great. It's great. It's great. Like or Foul times. Play or just yeah. like old times. And yeah, any of those. And he, Fletch. I mean, yeah, Fletch and the vacation stuff. Yeah, great physical timing. I mean, slapstick yeah. is not easy. It's just not easy. No. And he always talks about comedy being physical and well it's just weird to see him in such a straightish role and how it's sort of a, a weird kind of bumbling role for him yeah and that like i don't know that he you know has the the sort of physical resources he once had in terms of timing and everything else because i mean that's what he was i mean i used yeah. to love watching him on saturday night live but i think as people get older uh it's it's difficult to maintain the timing that you want well had. and it's physically uh daunting hurt you hurt yeah. you i mean he in on snl fell off a flight of, i think it was a flight of stairs and or a ladder he, yeah, he was peeing blood. Yeah, I mean, the he, guy yeah. had... He, he, he did his time. Yeah, he, he, so he, he really, sacrificed of himself. Yeah, and he's... Yeah, yeah. so I, I I assume he's coming back. If we get the pickup. What are they well, going to do? They can't fuck with it that much, can they? I don't... You, yeah, I don't ever plan on anything. But let's play it like uh, this is like after the pickup. Oh, it's can great. you believe... They picked it up for 57 episodes. And Chevy's back. I can't, they're putting it on during NFL yeah. football. It's and, the halftime show yeah. of NFL football. And, and, and everyone thought Chevy wasn't going to be part of it, and he is. Yeah, let's and do the, he's, let's he's do. grown hair back, and he's lost 40 pounds. Amazing. Now let's do the other one. Well, you know, after all that stuff the, with Harmon and the voicemails, I mean, it's kind of understandable that Chevy yeah. wasn't going to do it I again. I can't believe it. I yeah. just can't believe the group suicide that took place. <laughs> <laughs> Great episode, though. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Talk about ending a series. <laughs> Holy crap! But everyone, yeah. uh, like the who's the, the 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 one girl's in all kinds of movies. Allison, good awesome. actress, huh? Oh, very good what? and really, really funny and not that bad looking. I mean, she's yeah. beautiful. And Gillian, and you do a lot of stuff with her on the show. I mean, that you guys, yeah, our characters are always. uh, There's always like, will they? And uh, but her character's 19, and so (laughs) my character's like 38. And so that makes sense. And I like that whenever whenever it gets to a point where like it's gonna, and then they're like, this is creepy. Um, and the best is like on the internet, they're like, this should happen. They're meant to be together. Like you're disgusting, right? Uh, but then Gillian, it's good that you're reading those comments. Oh, it's always helpful. Spend all my time. I just, well, what I do is I print them out and then I, I put them up and then on I, the wall. I bring friends in. I was like, so which one of these do you think? <laughs> it really captures me because I'm a little insecure and I'm, I'm going to go with the really horrible uh, ones, but maybe you could talk me out of that. Uh, this person said something bad about me, so I'm just going to I'm just going to ram my head into the wall here. Uh, no, but then Gillian, she was in when she got the role. She was always she was Juilliard and all these independent movies and uh, and she was always playing prostitutes and runaways and yeah. rape victims. And uh, and she came in. I mean, she when she when she it was that it was really that moment because I was auditioning with all the people. It was really that crazy moment where you're like, oh, well, she's 
She's exactly, she's it. And she's now she's I mean, her comic comedic timing is incredible. Yeah, not now it always was, but uh, yeah, she's fucking amazing. And also not not bad looking. So like, what is the the like the greatest moments in terms of like yeah? I mean, just the feeling of 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 comedy being generated between all those people. I mean, when you're working on that set, I mean, I have to like I have to assume you're dealing at the sort of manic pace of Harmon and and his brain and you know sort of troubleshooting everything. But I mean. Is it satisfying? I mean, like, oh, yeah. while you're doing it, I mean, I, I do you ever do you watch the episodes generally? Oh yeah, I watch. The, I'm not that guy. It's like I can't watch my work for yeah. seven years, uh, but I do sit and quietly judge myself constantly. Yeah. But uh, but no, when we're on set, it does it does take a long time to make the episodes because we shoot it like a movie, right? And uh, it's not shot handheld. It's, there's no confessionals. There's no. It's not shot how a lot of comedies are shot today. So it takes a long time. It's very cinematic. The lighting takes a long time. And it's meticulous. Yes. So that and that was on purpose so it would look different from everything. Right. So in that sense, it took. It takes a long time. But the satisfaction of seeing, especially like like just this year with the Glee episode of the Remedial Chaos Theory, seeing those, I'm just like, oh well, that is something that I'm very proud of. Sure, I didn't see my kids grow up, but. <laughs> But you know you got to make sacrifices. Yeah, one big deal. But yeah. uh, no, there's been yeah, there's been and then yeah, there's been moments that are you know I'm just so glad that I got to be a part of it. You got movies coming up? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Why didn't you ask me about that? <laughs> On this, uh, yeah, that's coming out this summer. What? It's called Ted. Okay. Uh, Wait, why are you saying with that? With Mark like Wahlberg. Should... That's because I could talk to him for you. Okay, so why did you yeah. say that? Like I should know that. Was that? I, did I not prepare properly? Is that what you're saying? Did, would you I, like to have gone? To I a just felt way? like you are more concerned about like, are we going to knock this wall down? Are they going to get all that stuff out of my backyard? I just yeah. how am I going to talk to Joel for an hour? How much? How, did this tube of Nicorette that I have? Yeah. Uh, so you have a movie coming out, and I should know about it. No, you shouldn't. Know. It's in July. Wait, what's the no? Movie? It really is in July. It's called Ted. I'm oh. one of the villains. Me and Giovanna Ribisi are the villains. Oh, he's and you already shot it. Yeah, what's he like? I my my villainous part is separate from his. So you but didn't hang out the, with him? No, we've saw we've seen each other a few times. But my, all my scenes were with uh, Mila Kunis and Mark Wahlberg. So you didn't hang out with Giv? No, he's he's an intense guy. Yeah, I think a, he's a good actor. Very good actor. Uh, I remember seeing him in the X Files like twelve or thirteen years ago. This kid that could. Uh, he could kill people, <laughs> and I was like, "Who is this guy? Yeah. He's incredible." He was in that one. What was that? That uh, fuck, Kate Blanchett. It was like she played a medium of some kind in a small town. Uh, it was uh, done by that great director, oh, uh, and he oh, played that his father had sexually abused him, geez. and he ends up uh, setting his father on fire. And it was directed by that road trip. No, that's uh, it. <laughs> That's gonna bother me. Yeah, because like the director was that great director who did and, what? Uh, who did all the great sca- uh, scary movies like Misery? No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I at no point did I say I'm not holding on. Uh, how do you spell his name? Rabisi. Gio- Rabisi. Giovanni. Uh, yeah, it's not gonna happen. Rabisi. It's gonna correct itself. So okay, so G- I right, go to here. Giovanni. Go to go to Avatar. Hold go on. type of the movie Avatar. He's on that cast. G- and G- just click G- through him. G- Wait, I don't do it the hard way. Giovanni. Oh boy. Uh, when you type in Giovanni, what's the first last name that comes up? G- it's not his. Ah, oh, there it is. Okay, so now we're going somewhere. All right. Uh, so we go to uh, IMDb or no? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. IMDb. Okay, so we'll go to IMDb. We're moving down. We're moving down. Actor, 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 Kate actor. Planchette? Yeah, I'm gonna find it, dude. I'm gonna find it. Uh, not my name is Earl. Was before that, the baby. Oh my God. He's we done. He's everything. done so much. He's very the gift. Good. Ah, the gift. No, yes, Wait. the gift. Right, Sam Raimi. I knew it. I knew nothing. I had one actor and one scene in my head. I knew absolutely nothing. Sam Raimi, he's great. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. The writers were Billy Bob Thornton and Tom Epperson. Oh, it's a weird movie, dude. And there's a British Greg Kinnear's in it. Ah, that doesn't make it weirder. No, All right. but he plays a pretty dark character. Uh, the, who's the who's the actress? Keanu in Reeves it? is in it. He... Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. But there's another. There's a British. Isn't there Holmes. Another? Katie Holmes is in it. Yeah, that's a no, good cast. British is Kate Blanche is British. I, no, she's Australian. Whatever, man. Kate Winslet is British. Okay, you know. <laughs> did we did we solve anything here? Yeah. All right. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for uh, listening. You feel good about it? I don't know. Was it as uh, on the scale of uh, on the spectrum of podcasts? How would you rank it? Uh, we should talk about this off. Shit. Off. Let me just turn it off. 
Okay, that's our show. Uh, I'm I'm still enjoying Hawaii, but in in reality, leaving tomorrow. And I've been looking for something to read in my uh, house here. Wasn't Joe McHale great? Seriously, how about give it, give it up for him? Um, <laughs> sorry. You know, it's weird the dynamic changes. Ryan Singer has come over, and he's in my garage since you since I started the show. Ryan has come over, and he's here. And now, of course, I'm playing to him. And uh, I'm trying to figure out a book to read out of the thousands of books I have in here. And he goes, oh, dude, you know what you got to read? I didn't even know that I had this book. He goes, oh, I know what you should read, The Power of Now. I'm like, I don't don't have it. He goes, yeah, you do. That's a perfect book. Yeah? Yeah, because you're on vacation. You're disconnecting. You're trying to be in the moment. Get out of your head. That's why The Power of Now is perfect. Okay, all right. But it's okay. So let's speculate. Now... Let's say I take this with me, because right now, as people are listening to this, I'm actually on the last day of my vacation. Mm-hmm. But they, we have both sides now. Like, now I'm leaving tomorrow, and I'm, okay, let's let's speculate. What am I going to be like? Like, okay, Mark is, I'm in Hawaii, and I've just, I finished the power now, and I'm flying home tomorrow. What, what, what can I look, what am I going to be like? Oh, you're going to be, uh, you're going to feel so alive. It's going to be great. Well, it all depends on when you read the book, too. Like, if you read the book at the beginning or the end of the of the trip. Because if you read it at the beginning of the trip, yeah. then you're going to really experience and enjoy the whole trip. Right. And if you read it at the end, yeah. it's going to be a way to, like, cleanse all the neurotic stuff that you kind of put yourself through on the so trip. It's like a it's like a colonic for my brain? Yeah, kind of like that, yeah. But won't I be on the plane just going... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, right. I think you might even, uh, might even be able to take a nap on the plane instead of... Instead of tweeting. Or being afraid. Or, or being afraid or trying to fly the plane, as you say. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So maybe I'll bring it. But let's, uh, let, let me just say thank you for listening. Go to WTFPod.com for all your WTF pod needs. Get a little of the... Uh, wait for it. Pow! Oh, my God. I just shit my brain. Because I've read The Power of Now. The water is so clear down here. Justcoffee.coop, uh, WTFPod.com. Did I mention that? Get on the mailing list. Get the app. Get the Mark and Tom show. Get uh, get a, a handle on who's been on the show. Did I say get on the mailing list? Kick in a few shekels. Enjoy. Leave a comment if you're not a dick. If you're a dick and you have to leave a comment, do what you got to do. But just know that I'm not going to engage with it. Uh, oh, and uh, yeah, I don't know who gave me that patch. Be optimistic. I was thinking about putting it on my jean jacket. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. I hope I hope I make it home from Hawaii. Or this is going to be the saddest episode of WTF that's ever been played. I don't even want to think about that. Dude. <laughs> I just I, I took the power of 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 the future. Yeah, which yeah, I have nothing no good business. Happens there. Nothing good. Nothing good happens there. except for when I'm the celebrated king of the sea turtles. <laughs>